G'day everybody and welcome to this marketing thing. Today I want to talk about movement and just going in a direction. I'll see you guys on the other side. Hi, my name's Kyle Macker and I've been a pilot in the aviation industry for half my life. So you may be asking why am I doing this marketing thing, right? Well I'm so passionate about aviation, flying a big jet is just awesome, there's nothing like it. However, I realised that being a pilot is nothing what it used to be, especially during COVID. If I wanted to live the life of my dreams on my terms, I was going to have to teach myself a new skill. So three years ago, I started my marketing journey. I dove deep into the marketing world. I dug into the books, psychology, persuasion, anything that would help with a person saying yes to a product or service. I love it. However, I have a big problem. It's all theoretical knowledge and I have no hands-on experience and I still have so many questions. The biggest thing that I know is if we want our businesses to stand out in a noisy marketplace, we have to become better marketers. The best marketer will always win. So follow me on my journey and hopefully along the way it can help you spark up a few ideas that I've learnt so you can implement in your business. So make sure you subscribe to my channel so you don't miss the latest episodes. And also if there's anything you want to know about, get in touch with me at thismarketingthing.com. So let's get into it. So firstly, I'd just like to share with you guys what I've been doing this week. So since last podcast episode, I think I released that one on the Thursday. On the Friday, I went on a hike by myself, got out in nature, and it was really good. I've been doing these um, creek hikes or stream hikes. So you jump into a, a stream, you know, and there's lots of rocks around, and you climb up these rocks, and in Hong Kong, you come to these amazing waterfalls, and it's... Um, I don't know, it's something about getting out in nature, it just, it's it's good for the soul, I think, you know, and I was out there by myself, probably not the best move, it started pouring rain, and it was, the rocks were so slippery, and I thought, geez, if I bust my ankle here or something, it's it's going to be a uh, long, painful hike out with uh, on one ankle, but look, nonetheless, I did, that never happened, kept my footing, and I, I got, got out, but it was, it, I felt it was just, it was good to get out there, and just be in my own thoughts. No phones, no nothing. You can't. It's, it's complete, you're completely wet the whole time. But it's just good to be sometimes put the phone down and, and just just be out by yourself and, and think about all sorts of things. But be thinking with yourself. I think it's, uh, it's really good for the mind and the soul. So that was Friday. I went and did that. And then Sunday, we had a, uh, a junk boat party, which was great fun. So I've had a pretty good weekend, actually. So that was, you know, it takes you out on a boat. There's lots of food and, you know, people go out and drinking. It's, it's great fun. Fantastic time in Hong Kong. It's, uh, it's a really good thing. And they call them junk boats. So we did that on the Sunday. Then on the Monday, I had a couple of things that I had to do. So first off, I had to come up with a customer avatar or dream customer for my brother's earth moving business. Now, my brother's got a probably medium-sized earth moving business. He's got heaps of machines and earth moving machinery and all that sort of thing. But, you know, they do drainage, they do subdivisions, all that sort of thing, right? And what we're trying to do in his business is identify the places where he makes most of the money because look earth moving machine you know companies are 
low return on equity businesses. They've got high capital expenditures because they've got so many men, machines, this, you know, maintenance on those machines. But what we're trying to do is go back and identify where the largest margins are in his business and, and where he generates that. So we're trying to go through and, and what we're trying to do is identify those customers that get that work. And we found subdivisions of quite lucrative in my brother's business. So we're trying to identify those dream customers and then we can market to them. So I had to do that for him. Secondly, my fiance has just started a new job and she's an esthetician. So she works in the skincare industry and she works with machines and skincare products that people, you know, use to get rid of acne scarring, scars in general, rosacea, red skin, that type of thing. And she gets paid on, she gets a basic sort of salary and then she gets like commission-based pay. So we've been trying to come up with a customer avatar, um, basically identifying a dream customer and then find out where they're congregating online and then we can market to them. So um, that's a work in progress and I'm still coming up with that. Uh, and I'll do that after the podcast because building a customer avatar can take a long time, right? Um, it is a lot of diving down websites and comment sections, but uh, one tool that is just absolutely amazing and if, geez, if you haven't got it, you have to get this. I mean, I'm sure everyone runs Facebook ads or have thought about doing it or how to do it. But if you even just uh, have never run a Facebook ad or don't even intend to, what you have to do is get a Facebook ad account because then that gives you a tool that, in my opinion, I call it the gift because it is just amazing at the information you can get. Because let's face it, you know, these big social media companies, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Google, all those, they have huge amounts of data on us all, right? It's, it's said that uh, Facebook has about 52,000 data points on each and every person. Now, that's never going to be confirmed nor denied from Facebook, but that's huge. And even if it's half that, like that's still crazy, like massive, massive amounts of data. But they do have one tool which for us advertisers makes it just sweet. And it's it's the, uh, the gift, I call it, but it's called the Facebook Audience Insights. Now, that tool is just a goldmine of information. You can really sort of start to narrow down what these people do and don't like, what who they're following on, you know, what they're following page-wise on in, I'm sorry, on Facebook, and it is just, you can sort of really start to gauge what sort of people they are by the things that they like and and follow, you know, I mean, you can see how many page likes these people are likely to like, you can see if they're all sorts of demographics, it, it is just, if you haven't got a Facebook ad account, I strongly, strongly suggest you just go get one, even for this tool, because it is outstanding it is just a really good tool and it is the backbone of a lot of this stuff because they've just got so much data on people that you can uh, really narrow down and get a really good customer avatar from 
as well as other tools as well. Like, I mean, Google Trends is really great for, you know, for information like that and products as well. But the Facebook Audience Insights is a, is a real goldmine. And I mean, you're still going to have to do the hard work of, you know, diving down YouTube comment sections and, you know, sorting through their pains and desires and pleasures and what they like and don't like. But it is that tool is something else. So definitely, if you haven't got it, go get it. And I'm, I'm sure if you have got it and used it, that you'll know the benefit of using it. Oh, and did I mention, it's free. As long as you've got a Facebook ad account, you can use it for free. So if you haven't got one, go and get it and you won't be disappointed. Heaps of data, heaps of awesome stuff in there that you can find out about your customers. Now, over the last couple of months, I've been sort of diving into copywriting. I think it's a pretty valuable skill and I think it's just amazing how words on a piece of paper can change your feeling or persuade you to do something. So I've been doing courses on copywriting. I've been reading books by famous copywriters. Now, one book I'm reading at the moment, it's not actually a book. It's it's a collection of letters written to his son. Now, it was written by a fellow called Gary Halbert. Now, those of you who don't know Gary Halbert, he was a very uh, well-known copywriter back in the 80s and probably early 90s. And he had some big successes from direct mail. And he had successes in a number of different markets and niches. Now, what actually happened to Gary Halbert was he wrote a letter, a sales letter, and collected orders and and, and money from people. And for some reason or another, I'm not aware of the complete story, he wasn't able to fulfill on those orders. And that landed him in prison for mail fraud. Now, I don't know how, I think he was only there for sort of, geez, I think it was only one to three years, somewhere in there, that sort of range. And he wrote a number of letters to his 15-year-old son, Bond Halbert, basically telling him the lessons that he's learned in his life and how he can live his life. So the first few letters are about fitness, health and well-being, and then it gets into how to make money by direct mail and writing and becoming a copywriter. And the letters are really interesting just to read what how he writes. It's very conversational type writing. And it's, um, there's a lot of lessons to be learned, but on the surface, you sort of go, oh, this is based on, you know, direct mail back in the 80s. I can't really learn anything here. Like, I mean, this doesn't apply anymore. I mean, we're, we're in the age of Facebook and Facebook audience insights and all this sort of thing. But if you really just stop, slow down and just read the messages that he has in his letters... They're really interesting. And I'll take one example. Gary Halbert, I think I'm on letter 12 or 13. He's talking and telling his son about how to address an envelope to his to, to, a, to a mailing list. Now, in the letter, he speaks about most, most people have two piles when they collect their mail. 
Now, I remember my mum having this, and I remember her going through on the bench, and she'd sort out um, letters that were personal letters, and then a a B pile, which were basically going straight to the bin. They weren't even going to get opened. And he talks about this pot, this sorting technique that everybody would do. And it, I, I can really remember it um, distinctly in my mind as my mum used to do it. She'd have a A pile and a B pile and the B pile would go straight into the bin. Now, what he said is that a lot of people make the mistake that their envelopes, marketers would make their envelopes look like they're going to contain commercial material or a sales pitch. And those ones wouldn't even get open because people don't want to hear a sales pitch, right? And I thought, geez, that's really interesting. So he would make his letters look like a personal letter directly to that person. And I thought that's so interesting because you watch a lot of Facebook advertisers, say, for instance, these days, they make their ads look like an ad, and the first thing you do, the, the last thing you do is going to stop on it and click on it and look at it. Why would you? But if you know your target audience enough, you know what's probably in their feed already. Wouldn't you make an ad that can hook them and look like something that's in their news feed already that they're going to click on? That's what I'd do. So it's a really interesting book and um, or collection of letters and if you stop and, and look, basically, and slow down and, and take, you know, his lessons that he learned as a marketer, not necessarily in the digital age, but the lessons that he learned, people have been people for thousands of years and they still respond to the same thing. So, and even over 20 years, this digital revolution that we've gone through, right? But that's the first lesson. Now, the second lesson that I've been really taking away from him is a lot of the times he starts his letters off by going... Geez, Bond, I don't know what to write this time, and I'm just going to keep writing, and I don't really know what's going to come out, but let's see if something great comes out like yesterday's letter. Now, that's a big one for me because he has just basically said that I'm just going to start something, I'm just going to go for it, I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm going to just go for it. Now, that's a big lesson in itself because sometimes I think we get so paralyzed that, oh, geez, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to write, whether it's copywriting, whether it's making a content video, or in my case today, making a podcast. I had no idea what I was going to talk about today. I had no idea. I had an idea last night when I was reading Gary Halbert's letter, and he said, I'm just going to go in a direction and just see how it goes. And that's what I've done in this episode. That's all I knew I was going to do. I was just going to go in a direction because today, guys, this week, I had no idea what I was going to talk about. And I've just done that this time, mate. And I'm 15 minutes in, so I've made an episode and I'm happy with it. But I just went in a direction, I just see where it was going to go. And that's what Gary Halbert, in a lot of his letters, have just started off doing. They, they didn't know what direction he was going to take, but he went in a direction. And in sometimes in our businesses or in anything we do, we don't know where it's going to go, but let's just keep moving in a direction and see where it ends up. And 
the worst thing he said to do is just sit and do nothing because that doesn't get you anywhere. And look, it's the same old saying, motion creates momentum. And once you get that motion going, the momentum will carry you through. So look, big lesson there, especially if you're feeling stuck for, you know, coming up with content ideas or doing a promotional piece for your business, just get going in some sort of direction and see where it takes you. And those creative juices will start to flow as I've done with today's podcast. And through the episode, I've come up with another couple of ideas that I can do for an episode. So once you just start going in a direction, other things will come out of it. So look, guys, I've really enjoyed sharing some stories of my life in this episode. If you like it, let me know. Don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you guys next week. Take care. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to get a hold of me, I'd love to hear from you at thismarketingthing.com. Until next time, see you later.